This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome in. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I am Jay White. And uh, we have uh, Wilts Contreras with us this morning, IT expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. And uh, thanks for listening this morning. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. If you've got any tech issues, questions, or comments that you want to get out this morning to us, I have a couple of calls on the line already. But first, Wilts, good morning. How's it going, man? Oh, man, pretty good. How are you all this morning? Doing well. Everything is fine. Yeah. I understand. Hey, uh, Jonathan, you might want to go in there with him doing that coffee. You might want to pop in there with a little Lysol, maybe a couple of wipes, wipe him down or something. <laughs> yeah, we got a quarantine area now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, we already got the little mini hair nets for our microphones. So the, uh, yeah, I noticed that, man. Pretty much, uh, you know, styling there. You know, you got kind of the, uh, the lunch lady hair nets for the mics. I don't know. There you go. Yeah, I don't know who, who came up with that idea or how somebody here saw it, but somebody marketed well. I think we got six billion for about twenty five cents, so I'm pretty sure they work or something like that. Oh, but they bargain, right? 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 Well, man, what's been going on for you? First week uh, back was last week, and how's that going now? Well, you're about a week and a half back in. You got any kind of routine back yet, or anything like that? Well, you know, I've I've, uh, I've memorized how to actually get to the office. I don't need to use GPS anymore, <laughs> so I've done figured that out. Um, no, really, just kind of. Uh, it, it, it was kind of good. Just kind of fell back into the groove. Um, you know, just kind of take, getting back, taking care of each other. We all were staying in touch so much. I mean, you know, teleconferencing is so, uh, well, just like what we're doing the show on right now, you know, things like Skype and Teams and, and WebEx and all. And so, so a lot of us stayed in touch anyway, but, uh, you know, still the biggest thing has just been, it's, it's really nice to be back around uh, people. And I think my wife's also said it's really, really nice not to be around me so much. So, you know, it kind of bounces out there. Oh, yeah, it's it's good for everybody, I suppose, to a certain extent. Uh, this yeah. morning, uh, there's uh, lots of interesting stuff to talk about. Mercedes-Benz and NVIDIA, I think I've always been saying that right. Uh, they're teaming up, teaming up to develop uh, next-generation supercomputers for cars. Oh, man. I, I don't, if this goes hand-in-hand hand with how cars are going to be automated in the future so basically you could just like uh, goof on your computer while your car is driving you where you need to go uh i don't know maybe that but also in, in the meantime if you still choose to drive your computer or drive your car you'll have a supercomputer there to do i guess maybe just about anything you want to do 
that you can't already do now in your car. We'll talk a little bit about that. Mercedes-Benz and NVIDIA combining on that. OnePlus confirms it's working on a, quote, more affordable smartphone range. We can talk about that. Uh, sorry that Jeremy's not here at this moment for this news, but uh, ScanDisk's 512-gig micro SD cards made for the Nintendo Switch are more affordable than ever. And uh, Amazon is reportedly getting into the live television business. They're considering adding live TV to its prime video service. Uh, so that and uh, there's some more news going on. We can talk about anything that you want to talk about. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. But let's get right to it. We've got uh, our first call from Conrad and Mount Olive. Good morning. What's going on? Yes, um, I live... And uh, where I live, we live in a little bit of a valley, mm-hmm. and I have no cell phone signal in my house at all. There's a hill right next to my house. If I walk up to the top of it, I get one bar. Oof. And I'm looking at a product called Cellfi Go X. It's supposed to be a booster that's directional that can boost the signal, but it's like a thousand bucks. And I wanted to know if you think it'll work before I get it. Well. Um quite honestly i'm not really i'm not personally a fan of some of those on the side cell phone boosters do you have you know for yourself you know do you have like home internet i do but it's so shoddy that half the time it doesn't work and um you know it's i get my phone through through my internet exclusively and then when my internet cuts out which it does several times a day several times an hour actually Mm. I lose drop. Yeah, I was going to say um, a lot of your cell, you know, a lot of your cell companies, they actually sell. I've always just called them little mini cells. And what they do is they would plug up to your home Internet to extend your cell signal at your house. It's for people who are kind of on the edge of cellular service uh, to kind of, you know, boost it, put a mini tower in your house in essence. But if your home Internet is a little flaky, that may or may not be a thing. Um Sure, and about a thousand dollars sounds a lot more than even some of the devices that I've seen that people claim working. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, and you know, guys. I mean, we hear we hear this question a lot. I mean, just the the lack of internet, the lack of cell service in so many rural areas, and I've just not seen a product come out. Um, but I'm not familiar with the one you're talking about. A product come out that can really do that, short of those items provided by your internet provider. I mean, by your cell phone providers. They will boost it onto your house. But, again, that does rely on Internet connectivity. Okay. Um, I would also reach out to whoever your cell phone provider is, your cellular, cellular provider. And some of them, sometimes when you tell them that, uh, you know, give them your location, they can actually make adjustments. And I've seen it done. We've had it done with, you know, plenty of teammates up here at work, you know, that are living out in a more rural area. Uh, they'll contact the Verizons and the AT&Ts and kind of report, hey, I'm, I'm getting kind of weak signal at the house. Because here's the thing, they want your money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they can do a couple of little adjustments there, so it may be worthwhile just to put a little uh, a tech ticket in. And uh, and and I would go with the you know you and some of your neighbors have been talking. You're just really not getting good connectivity out there, and see if they can't kind of give you a little bit of a boost there before you start laying out money on that. Yeah, before I spend a thousand dollars, I would go to my cell phone service provider and I would make this their problem first. Okay. And then if they put the ball back in your court, 
you know, then you can you can kind of move from there. I, I'm seeing Selfie Go uh, offer some things, uh, uh, mobile signal boosters for six hundred up to a thousand dollars. That's not a whole lot better, uh, <laughs> I understand, but um, uh, that is a little bit better. Uh, so maybe have some, some different options. Maybe they have some different lines uh, or different options in their line of cell boosting products. So. Conrad, we hope uh, that uh, you can uh, find a resolution to this and, and get back in touch with us when you do, okay? Thanks a lot. All right, we appreciate it. Conrad and Mount Olive. one eight seven seven mpb ring is the number, one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Let's go to Sue, who's in Kilmichael. Sue, good morning. Hello. I had called earlier and spoken with Jeff about the LP Tech Shield Radiant Barrier on my roof decking. I have a house in Madison mm-hmm. and in that in that subdivision the Verizon service is spotty in the house and when I go outside I have service. Does the LP Tech Shield Radiant Barrier when I was speaking with them earlier on the home builder show, they said yes. They said to call back and talk with y'all. Do y'all have a solution for that? I do not have internet service at that house, I use the hotspot from the internet, but I don't have good service with that. And my question, main question is, what can I do to get better service due to poor service because of the LP Tech Shield Radiant Barrier? Well, I mean, the first thing is going to be your, your cell company, they can't really do anything about the barriers that are up between you and their signal. I mean, right. putting a roof right. in between. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I would almost be willing to bet your cell provider is going to be like, you know, that's kind of, you know, we put the signal on out there, but you've put something, you know, up that's known to block it. And, and it kind of goes to the previous caller. If you had Internet service in there, you could actually put one of those little mini cells inside. Um, but really short of that. Is there not an antenna? The, Someone has said there was an antenna you could put on the outside. Th- those have been have been spotty at best. Um, I don't know, and Jeremy's not in here with us. I think he's maybe played with some of those a little bit with some of his customers. We've not at our office. We've had zero luck with such things. We've tried a few of those things. The only thing we've had work have been the many cells from the different cell providers. We've gotten them from C Spire, from AT and T, from Verizon, etc. But it, in, in my opinion, a lot of those. Um, little antennas that you put outside are again just in my experience it's not necessarily all of them but have been basically gimmicks at best okay um, you think jeremy may have more information uh he could if, if any of his customers have had to play with the same thing like i said we have not at work that's just not something that we've been down that particular road and not had any luck with um, okay. we've well, test drove a few ask, of those and every one of them have failed um but could you ask, but, uh, ask Ask him, how do I get in touch with Jeremy? You can shoot an, uh, an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And plus, okay. that'll give us a, a time to investigate it a little bit deeper, too. Okay. My other question. <clears throat> at Kilmichael, I'm out in the country, and I do not have Internet service. I have unlimited data with Verizon and unlimited does not mean that it, it after I've used so much at the beginning of the pay period they slow it down is that correct 
That's right. That is generally correct, yes. Okay, okay. So there's, I'm like your first, the first caller. I'm in the same situation. I don't have good service because of my location. So the, the okay, that answers my question. I'll send, a, I'll send an email to Jeremy at the uh, online, okay? Sue, we appreciate the call, and uh, stay in touch, all right? Thank you. All right, thank you. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Well, the percentages of calls of folks who are living in uh, rural areas that are not getting good signals it grows by the week. It seems like. Well, it's just one of those. I mean, you're you're at the uh, the, the mercy of signal strength, and it's just like running to the edge of a radio signal strength. Uh, you know, back in the days, whenever we were still getting TV through the air. It's only how close you are to the tower, and there's not really much you can do beyond that. I mean, there's, you know, you can try some different things, but, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, like like we said, we see this every week. Um, it's just a problem that we're going to face, and it's going to take those phone calls to your providers and to other folks to maybe get some things changed. But, yeah, it's uh, the other thing it's I unfortunate. Would, I, I would love to be able to say, hey, you know what, you can go out there and buy the XYZ, and it's going to work perfectly for you. But the bottom line was, if there was a product out there doing that, we wouldn't be getting these phone calls every week. It's just, it's just not always the best options. Yeah. The other thing is too, uh, you know, I would, I would offer to say, and again, this is easy from my perspective to say, but if you have a specific carrier and you are, like, for example, if you're not getting, you know, good reception, or if your reception is you know, basically prohibitive from you having cell phone service, really, at your house, at your location, you know, I would take that up with your carrier uh, because, I mean, if you have a contract between you and your carrier, they have a service to provide you. And if they can't, um, I would say you should argue that they let you out of your contract so you can try to find another carrier that can provide better service to that area. And, I mean, that's, well, and- that, I mean, that's, that's arguable, arguable on a legal level. You know. Yeah, and, and it also can come down to that particular carrier. We've noticed in a lot of areas that carrier A, and you know, uh, we have some teammates up here at work, like, you know what, this particular cellular provider does not work good in their in where they live at, but you know, someone else does. Yeah. Um, and that's why I've mentioned, you know, I would always say, you know, if you're looking at different, you know, cell phone, you know, service providers. Ask some of the neighbors out there who's had good luck, who's had bad luck. I mean, I know, you know, um, AT&T, for example, is not particularly strong in my neighborhood, whereas Verizon is. I know other neighborhoods where ceasefire is a little bit stronger than the others. You would think all would be equal, but, you know, the uh, the reality is they're not. So sometimes, sometimes maybe just shopping around and saying, hey, you know what, this particular service provider is not providing me the service. I need to look at someone else who may can. All right, we're going to take our first break here. We'll be back quickly. We have Mar- uh, Mac and Jackson and Ken and Tupelo on the line. When we come back, we'll get straight to them. And your calls as well, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You can call us 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. I was looking at Java. I was looking deep into his eyes waiting for him to point at me, and I didn't see his arm already pointing at me. So he's like, you can go now. Boy, I'm not on it today. All right, let's go right back to the phones. Let's talk to Mac and Jackson. Mac, thanks for calling in. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Doing well. Appreciate you calling in. All right. You didn't see me pointing at you as well? <laughs> yeah. I missed that, too. <laughs> <laughs> need to pick it up this morning. I know, man. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, um, appreciate you all taking my call, first of all. I'm ready to cut the cord on the cable. Um, I want to get my own modem. Uh, so I'm looking for, you know, a very good modem to get. I call maybe... Almost a year ago, I was first kind of thinking about this, and uh, I haven't made the move yet, but now I'm ready to do that. So my question is, because I think Jeremy said something about if I get one, get one that has the cable company's logo on it or something like that. So anyway, I'm just trying to find out, you know, what would probably be, excuse me, a pretty good option there. Well, you want to definitely get one that is compatible with your internet provider. That's going to be your biggest thing and then because not all are. Um, so you're going to want to make sure, you know, if you're going with Comcast, with AT&T, C Spire, who, whoever, it needs to be compatible with that particular network. Yeah. Well, you answered one. I was going to ask you if I could mention my uh, provider's uh, name, but it's uh, Xfinity, Comcast, Xfinity, whoever they are these days. <laughs> yeah, it's a big name. A name. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, is there a particular model? I guess there's nothing I'm getting at. So let me ask you this: uh, Are you are you going away with the cable, but you're keeping their, or excuse me, their, the cable television, but you're keeping the internet with them? Yeah, yeah, I do have internet. I have basic cable and internet with them. But I was just looking at this man. You know, between the the rental of the modem and the the pace, uh, excuse me, the uh, charges for the you know cable basic cable packages that i do have mm-hmm. like you know I, I don't need that just get i need to go on just get my own modem because i bought an amplified antenna mm-hmm. and i get a fair number of channels <laughs> oh look man if especially the the closer to a, a a bigger city that you live to and and you have an a hd antenna up you get tons of free television i, I think People who have, you know, either or cut the cord and they watch their they watch streaming or, you know, get their television through, you know, YouTube TV or Hulu or something like that online. And the folks who still have cable, you know, like, you know, box top type systems, I don't think they realize now with HD and, and every one of these, 
you know, there are more networks than there used to be. A lot of a lot of cities, a lot of major markets have, you know, five or six different networks that come in. And with HD, every one of those uh, stations has like four, three to four different channels. And so, I mean, you could get and like back in the day when it was you got basically three stations if you lived in a, a good part of town. I mean, now you can get upwards of like between 15 and 20. Yeah, and FYI, I did uh, go ahead and subscribe to YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why I'm wanting to get rid of uh, the basic TV package that I'm paying for. So I just need to get my hands on a really good modem, you know, and then I'll be pretty much set for the moment. Yeah. So what kind of uh, what kind of speed are you looking at for your for your connection? Are you gonna have? Are you gonna be up to gig or? Um... Well, I mean, I don't do any gaming or anything like that. I just, you know, basically watch, uh, uh, I mean, I'm on the Internet looking up basic stuff or whatever, my, wherever my interest may go, and then I just uh, 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 use my YouTube TV, and, and that's pretty much it, you know, when I'm looking at it that way. And plus I have my computer hooked up to my big screen, so, you know, when I put my YouTube TV on, it's on my big screen television. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I've done that for years, for years. I have like a 60-inch uh, uh, TV, and I've always plugged in. I've done that for years. So, you know, anything I can see on the TV or my computer, I'm seeing it on my big screen. Well, it's, at least I'm not, the, I'm not the only person that went ahead and just connected my computer to a giant television. You know, oh, absolutely. Done with these monitors. There. <laughs> well, you know, one, one modem that comes to mind is a really good one is uh, Motorola makes one. It's the MG7550. Uh, okay. It gets pretty consistently uh, pretty good high marks uh, as far as for, you know, reliability. Um, that That's one that kind of jumps on out. Uh, and, of course, you know, you can kind of go up and up and down in prices depending on where you're going. I think, I mean, look, that one's running about about a buck and a half over on Amazon. But I think it still kind of works out to be a lot cheaper than that rental fee. But that's oh, probably yeah. one of your better rated ones out there. Okay, okay. MG7550. Uh, MG7550. Okay, okay. All right, Mac, stay in touch with us, all right? All right, thank you, guys. All right, we appreciate the call. Right, thank you. Mac, a man after my own heart, a guy that puts his YouTube TV through his computer onto a big screen TV. How about that? Yeah. You know, it's bad. I haven't cut the cable just yet, but I am so dying to. But the problem is... You start battling back and forth with the uh, providers like, you know, oh, we're we're bundling this. So it's cheaper if you do this. It'll cost, you know, it's going to cost me more in some regards to cut the cable. Well, I'll say this. And and for the folks on hold, allow me here just a moment. You know, two years ago, you could save a lot of money by going away from cable television and going into streaming. But all of the major streaming services have introduced um, um, decent to significant increases in their pricing about once a year for the last two years. And so it's to the point now, and I guess everybody should have saw this coming, but it's come to the point now where it's basically a coin flip of convenience. What model works better for you? Having a box next to your TV and a remote that you can flip through the channels and turn it on and off anytime you want to, or do you spend more time around your computer and do you want to do it that way and stream it while you're on your computer or your laptop or something like that? And both um, both 
most every cable system, I don't know of any that don't now, but most cable systems and, of course, streaming options all have apps that you can use on your phone. So that's a wash. So now it's basically about the convenience and how you use television because the price, for the most part, is negligible. Uh, yeah, yeah, they've so. almost made it a wash. It is. It, it. I mean, there are there are still see like I I I abuse YouTube. <laughs> YouTube TV has an interface that's very similar to YouTube, but at the same time, the channel lineup is it looks very much and and works and acts very much like an old school TV grid. You know, like at the the TV Guide channel or something like that, or like when you hit the menu button on your old on your old TV, and um, th- that that plays to me uh, the user inter- it's it's much more user intuitive than something like Sling, which is extremely popular and something that I'd tried before, but I just didn't like the way it worked. Um, so it's it's up to your personal preference and how you use your television. But as far as price, uh, I mean, some are a little bit cheaper. Everybody's got tiers now for the most part. YouTube TV doesn't really. Um, but there's so many tiers now that it's up to how you use it and how, how, how much you want to pay. And everybody's got tiers. So from a price range and from a quality range, to be honest, it's mostly a wash. So it just depends on how, how you like to have your TV. So anyway, all right, let's go back to the phones. We have Jack in Madison. Jack, thanks for calling. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I heard a caller a minute ago. I just got in on the last of his question about he was having poor cellular service, and I was going to make a recommendation. I don't know if you guys mentioned it or not, but it's uh, I used to run tech support for one of the carriers, and our biggest recommendation if someone was suffering from poor voice service is to make sure they had their Wi-Fi calling turned off on their phone. I don't know. Did you guys mention that on the call? Did not, no. Yeah, every all of the new phones now are capable of Wi-Fi calling, and so you have to go in into your settings and set it up. It's not automatic. But when you turn that on, it's first of all, it's going to ask you to put in an address because if you begin talking off of the network, then 911 is not going to know where you are. So you've got to put in an address so in case you called 911 while you were using uh, Wi-Fi calling, it would know where you are. But what it allows you to do is to make calls over your Wi-Fi. So it actually disconnects from the tower and then allows you to have better coverage and you'll have a voice coverage just as good as the Wi-Fi is in your home. So while if you out if you're outside and you have problems with coverage, that's gonna be a you know, that's gonna be a different story. But if you're in home, turning on your Wi-Fi calling is your best route for you. Jack, that's great advice, man. We certainly do appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I know uh, you know, maybe two or three months ago I got this um uh, a Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra, fancy, right? Um, uh, watch your feet for all the name dropping I'm doing here. But um, you say there was a whole bunch of numbers and letters and you know, <laughs> right. more acronyms in there. Right, but it has a notification that Wi-Fi calling is available to me, and it I cannot undo it. How pushy is that? Right, I can't. Like I can't. It's in the drop-down menu from the top when you you drag it down. And I, unlike anything else, all the other different app notifications that I have where I can clear it out or I can set it to go away and not come back again, uh, I can't get rid of this. It wants me to know forever and always that I have Wi-Fi calling available. They want me to use the Wi-Fi calling. So anyway, 
That's... Be assimilated. <laughs> right. Become one with your Wi-Fi. <laughs> All right, let's go to Ken next in Tupelo. Ken, thanks for calling. Thanks for hanging on for us. Good morning. Good morning. Go right hey. ahead. Listen, I've got a problem. Uh, my boy, thanks for taking my call. I'm, I'm, uh, I've got a problem with my Google app on my iPhone, and for the last week or so, every time I, I Google something, uh, the article or the page will come up, but then it will immediately shut down, and it just goes back to my home page. And uh, I tried to, I tried to Google it, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but well, I, I can, I can use this. I can, you know, look stuff up on the Safari app. You yeah. Know, but I was just wondering if y'all had run into that before. Have you tried deleting the app and reinstalling it? Well, you know, I I haven't. Uh, um, but, you know, it occurred to me while I was waiting, that would probably be the first thing you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, right offhand, I can think of a couple things, and I'm, I'm sure Wiltz has better ideas than mine. But the first couple of things that I would do is, number one, I would check and see if you have an update to the app that you need to install. Um, I would see if you have a phone, like a general phone update that you may need to install, and that might have those things not seen each other. one time not too long ago. Right. And then the other thing is, uh, if worse comes to worst, I've just deleted off my phone and reinstall it and see if it can't give you a, you know, a clean install that sees everything correctly like it needs to. Okay. Well, I, I will try that. And uh, uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Any other ideas? Well, one other thing that comes to mind, and this is, and some people kind of overlook this every now and then, especially when it comes to their smartphones, but, you know, um, and you know, it's going to sound like the, the typical IT nerd response, but <laughs> much like what we say with your computer, every now and then the phone just does need a reboot. The, the problem with a lot of tech nowadays is things don't really turn off. Uh, it actually just more or less goes to sleep. So even when you shut your computer off, it's actually still running. I think me and Jeremy were talking about that a few weeks ago. Um, sometimes just a simple reboot of your phone can really do wonders, especially when the app is acting kind of a little bit crazy. Um, you know, I'm probably, you know, at least about once a month or so, I'll just reboot it for the heck of it just because sometimes it just needs a bit of a break. And there's not really an answer as to why that does things. What it's essentially doing is it just allows that memory to kind of flush out a little bit and, and go back because with all the different apps from all the different people who write them out there, you never know when someone might have made a little bit of a typo. That could just be a little bit of a bug. It could be a little leaky, just something like that. Um, and a reboot can really come into play for you sometimes. So I would also give that a shot, too. Always, always try the uh, the cheap stuff first. Yeah, yeah. I, try, I tried the rebooting. That, that, but when, when, I, when I looked, I uh, Googled it, it, it said go to the settings, go to the Google app on the settings and, and try to delete your history, but I, I couldn't figure out how to do that. But I'll, I'll try uh, deleting the app and uh, reinstalling it. And um, uh, Thanks a lot. All right, Ken, stay in touch with us if you keep having problems with it. All right, we appreciate it. All right, thanks, Bob. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Let's go to Jerry next in Memphis. Jerry, thanks for calling. Good morning. Hey, thanks for taking my call. And you guys give good advice. I went to a, a website you recommended to find new phones. Arena Phone, I think it is. Very yeah. good site. And also, I did something that you uh, suggested. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, <laughs> I was off. Uh, I backed up my phone and then just go to factory reset 
I think that's what you're talking about. And uh, except for the fact that every single app I ever had on there tried to reinstall itself. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm looking to uh, cut the cord. Should check out TV uh, TVpool.com. The person with a bad cell phone reception might use a Wi-Fi phone or a micro tire. Get a micro tire from uh, Best Buy for less than three hundred bucks. They work great. All right. My question is, is there some way to back up my phone? I have a Samsung, not using their Samsung app and not using Google. Like, is there an app out there I can back it up to my computer? So if I want to go, would not let share all my contacts with Google because you know if you back up to them, they just take them all, sell them to whoever. <laughs> and then, I'm, I mean, I might sound doubtful, but why not? And um, and so if I go to another platform besides the Samsung that I could possibly, uh, you know, if I go from Samsung to an LG or Motorola, I could put it on another platform, all my contacts and information and everything. Uh, I do not have a Samsung. That is usually a Jeremy question. Um, I am, we are strictly iPhone on my end of the world, so I am not sure about <laughs> other ways of of backing up the Android. Never tried. I don't. I don't even have an Android that I could even look at to try. Are you an Android guy, Jay? Yeah, I would say so. What model phone do you have now? Samsung S five. It's rather it's rather dated. I like it because I can uh, hot swap the battery and it's got a micro SD card and, and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's pretty user friendly, repairable. And I was looking for another phone to replace it with. Maybe not an Android or maybe not a Samsung. And I wanted to put all my information onto another platform without having to put it out there in the cloud and retrieve it from the cloud. That is interesting. So if you're not trying to use Google and you're not trying to use native Samsung uh, stuff to store, you know, a, an, an image of uh, the ROM that you're running on your phone there, uh, I, I, you know, there are third-party apps for that. You could do a quick Google search and there's going to be a ton of them. Um, and I would, you know, I would, I would use your personal judgment as to which ones are the best because there are a bunch, it's, it's, it's not a product that has a lot of, uh, demand. So there's not like, uh, what I would say, there's not like a, a fire brand for that type of product. So you're choosing a lot of probably underground names and underground brands that do all kinds of the same thing. So I would just, you know, I would, I would use, you know, the, your caution, and common sense, and I would pick the one that I would like. I would, I would see first. There's, I would imagine. I don't have time to Google it right now, but I would imagine that there are several that are free. So before I paid money for it, I would look for a free alternative. Well, I prefer to pay money because that way I don't get bombarded with ads, and I'm kind of giving the guy a rice to code a, you know, a cut of my cut of his time, making his or her time worth something. And I don't really use Google anymore. I use DuckDuckGo because I get a lot less. Follow-on stuff if you use DuckDuckGo than Google. Google is just too ubiquitous for me. Anyway, I'll take your uh, take your advice and, and see what I can find out there. Thank you. All right. Yeah, no problem. Uh, one might be Carbonite. I think they offer backup solutions for just about anything. Um, uh, and that's, that's what I'm actually looking right now. Almost everything that you initially come up with, they're like, oh, just use Google. Just use Google. But, right. I mean, I understand exactly where he's coming from. And 
uh, you know, same problem that we see on the Apple side of things. I mean, how do you back up an Apple phone? You pretty much use iTunes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> DuckDuckGo, man. Yeah. I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, uh, I, I've driven around this here uh, Mid-South a bunch over the last couple of months. Um, two weeks ago, I uh, had a short trip out to Texas uh, uh, on some of my wife's business and stuff like that. And DuckDuckGo ads are everywhere, but they're like mostly in rural places, like in the middle of nowhere highways. I was talking about um, uh, same thing with the wife on one of her business trips headed uh, to Baton Rouge and back over a weekend. And there were like five or six DuckDuckGo billboards on Interstate 55 between like Macomb and Crystal Springs. And I'm like, duck, duck, go. Would you get like eight zillion billboards for 25 bucks? What? Why are these all over the place? But yeah, man, I guess just uh, getting, getting the name out there. All right. Well, Jerry, we appreciate the call from Memphis, as always, with all of our folks who are looking for solutions and need to try some stuff after they get off the phone with us. Stay in touch with us and let us know how it works out. We're going to take another break here. When we come back, we've got Alan and Brandon, Craig and Biloxi, Jim and Madison. You guys, hang on. We're going to get back to you as soon as we get back from this timeout. There is a line open. It's one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 7464 This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Walker, the lady auto mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. Try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. This is MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio with Wiltz. I'm Jay. Thanks for listening this morning. Got a bank full of calls. I didn't want to touch back on something earlier in the show. I think it was Sue from Kill Michael who called in and was asking about the uh, OSB Tech Shield. Uh, and I th- maybe she got the impression from somebody that that's kind of like a, a phone antenna. And I think that's more like a, it's basically like a attic insulation to a certain extent. Or, you know, kind of roof interior insulation. 
that keeps your attic area cooler. And I don't that's that seems to be what I find. It's available at Home Depot if you want to take a crack at it. But I don't I don't know that it's necessarily helping your cell signal at your house. So uh, if somebody sent you down that path, you may want to let go of that and try to find you know a new avenue. Give us a call back anyway. But uh, Will, she had uh, uh, some options that you've dug up for our last caller. Yeah, I did a little bit of uh, digging around, looking at them, and it looks like one that kind of comes up that uh, actually seems to have a lot of pretty positive things said about it, so definitely worth probably sniffing around checking out. Something called Dr. Phone. That's phone, F-O-N-E, mm-hmm. so D-R dot F-O-N-E, which is a phone backup specifically for Android. It says that it works with over 8,000 Android devices. You can selectively back up your data with it. Um, preview, restore backups to any other particular Android phones and things that you're wanting to go to. So just wanted to mention that to them and say that, you know, that might be uh, a solution worth looking at. It doesn't actually look too uh, too fiscally restrictive either. So, yeah, it looks like a pretty good uh, pretty good option there. And I've, I've heard of that, too. It didn't come to my mind when uh, he he when he brought up that problem. But now that you mentioned Dr. Phone, I've seen that. I've, that's come up a handful of times and some issues that I was digging around with. So, yeah, that's, that's been around for a while. All right, let's go back to the phones. Up next is Alan and Brandon. Alan, good morning. Hey, Jay, Wilton, Java. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was going to suggest to the, that Mac that called in earlier that was planning on cutting the, the cord with, uh, with Xfinity and boosting his uh, Internet so he could stream his, his TV service. He was asking about recommendations for, for modems slash routers and stuff. I think it, he needs to go to the, the Xfinity website because, you know, they offer a lot of different, you know, you can either get TV from them, which he wants to cut, or you can get phone service or you can get Internet service. But they, they've got it posted on their website, depending on what service you're trying to get with them, what they recommend will work in terms of uh routers and modems and stuff if you want to buy it yourself and stuff. So he, he needs to check out that to, to make sure you get something that's compatible. Wow, that's uh, interesting. I would not expect <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that, kind of that, that yeah. in-house advertising yeah. against one of your own revenue streams. That seems interesting. Well, uh, well yeah. But, but like I said, I, I don't know whether it's Xfinity or Comcast or, or what they're calling it. Like, like he said, uh, I'm always a little mistrustful of companies when they start changing their name and stuff. But, hey, it, it, it is what it is. But uh, uh, I just wanted to suggest he, you know, he he peruse their website, and I think he'll he'll find some. Because my brother, my brother switched to them not too long ago, and, and that's how he found uh, uh, the, the 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 box to get to to work with it. So all right. that's all I needed. Okay. Alan, we appreciate the call, man. Okay, thank you. Alan. Yeah, you know, I, I figured a lot of these providers they realize people are looking, and what's going to end up happening whenever you have a problem getting that, even if it's not a modem that they actually supply, you're going to end up calling that provider. So they've probably kind of figured, hey, why don't we just go ahead and put a few suggestions of ones that we actually, well, let's just be honest, we actually want to deal with or, you know, that uh, that we know are compatible with our system because otherwise you're just going to have people out there with headaches. And they're not going to go back to the manufacturer. They're going to go back to the provider. That tells me that a lot of people have just gone out and bought bought routers routers anyway, and they've had a bunch of headaches with it. (laughs) So they're like, hey, here, these are the ones you want. If you're going to do this, go ahead and do these. All right. Let's go back to the phones. We have Craig up next in Biloxi. Craig, thanks for calling. Hey, good morning. Uh, I was wondering if I could retrofit my phone to have an external antenna. Well, 
I think since the age of once they flipped over to digital uh, and having been inside quite a few smartphones, I would highly not recommend it unless you're very, very good with the microscope. The antennas inside these things are minuscule um, and very easy to damage. I've had that exact same thought, and it kind of flew out of my head really quick once I opened up an iPhone. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, but y'all remember back in the day when we had the, uh, you know, the Nokia candy bars, you know, the ones that I think I charged one 12 years ago. It still got 99% battery, <laughs> but and they had the little antenna plug you could put on it. Because, I mean, I ran that myself outside the window, but at that point, we were actually still dealing with analog signals with our phones. Yeah. And uh, several years ago, we went over to digital, and they're just um, – they're not exactly user friendly once you go inside one. They're very they're very um, restrictive to that, and I would not recommend it personally. Um, but you do have my attention. And it void your warranty too. Oh, big time! Yeah, I mean, but when I'm saying these things on the inside are uh, extremely small, extremely you know, if you so much as touch the little antenna thing, it's like it's almost going to break as soon as you touch it. That's how thin they are. Um. Yeah, I I would be hesitant on that. Um, although I mean, it really is a good idea, a good approach. But again, you're dealing with digital signals now, which are a lot different than the old school antennas. Been inside any of these phones yet? Say that again, Craig. I have not been inside any of these phones, so I, I have no idea what they look like inside. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you can you can uh. Google a couple of the pictures online, and they are they're pretty cool inside. Packing more and more but stuff into a tighter and tighter tiny. space. Yeah, like, just like uh, just earlier this week, I had to end up taking my iPhone X apart, and um, the the battery decided it wanted to swell on me, and that Ooh. was one of the biggest things is trying to avoid where the antennas are sitting at because they're so fragile. They absolutely are, yeah. Those, uh, and I say smaller and smaller. The phones are actually getting bigger, but they're packing more stuff into it. So the space they have is smaller or something, whatever I'm trying to say. All right, uh, Craig, thanks for the call this morning. We're going to go next to Jim and Madison. Jim, thanks for calling. Good morning. Um, y'all have probably already discussed this, and I missed it at some point. Um, but when um, Apple pushed out the iOS update 13.5.1, I Googled it and saw some a number of articles recommending that we not install it. Um, is there any reason not to install that update? You know, I mean, personally, I've went ahead. There's, we could find a reason to not install a lot of updates. Um, it seems like with each one, they'll fix something, but something always just ends up not quite being right. I've not seen any major alerts on its latest. Uh, I'm running 13.5.1. And, you know, just, just in my use, I've not personally had any any hiccups on it. I kind of see those. Uh, you know, what, once they're getting out, once they get away from that, that 13.0 or those initial ones, I mean, right out of the gate, there was a lot of people having a lot of problems. But at least me personally, in my experience with some of the guys, we run about 70-some-odd phones up here at the office, and most of our guys automatically update. And I've not heard any reports from anybody coming back with anything being um, being all too bad or thrown off. I wouldn't have too much of a hesitation. But but again, and you're doing the right thing. You know, it's buyer beware. Look in there. If it uh, if you see an article and has to have something, you know, it's saying, hey, there's a problem with X Y Z app, and that is a an app that you heavily rely on. 
then by all means, you'd want to hold off. But it, but in general, I've not seen anything that's really given me personally cause or concern. So I think 13.5.1 was mostly uh, a cover for this uh, jailbreak uh, we were talking about, this this new jailbreak exploit they found about a month ago, and this is a patch for that. According to what I'm reading, uh, some of the bugs that have have come with it include face ID errors, wallpaper glitches, uh, Bluetooth connectivity issues and keyboard prediction errors. Now, those aren't all of those things don't attack the same phones, but that's some things that different users have run into. Uh, if you're, if, if I would say, if you're leery about it, um, I mean, if you're not going to jailbreak your phone, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> you, know, I, you could, you could skip this and be totally cool. I would say. I think there was one minor security. Uh, update to it aside from that issue of patching the jailbreak situation but outside of that i think if you hold off on it you'll be fine okay great good good to know guys y'all keep up the great work enjoy your show jim thanks so much we appreciate it all right we're going to go down to the perk now we've got tim and perkinston tim what's going on hey tim you there hey tim oh man gave him that big intro and everything that's what i get all right. Well. Yeah, you know, when it comes to updates, I mean, you know, um, you know, you're right. There's a lot of little things. A lot of times when you see those big update alerts and people talking about, that's like a few users sitting there saying it could very much be isolated. Like every one of those items, I use Bluetooth extensively. Yeah. I've had zero problems out of Bluetooth. Um, you know, Face ID, I'm running an XR and an X, uh, zero problems out of any of those. So, you know, it's really um, – it's like a lot of things you got to, you know, again, I used to tell people if it's something that you look at it, if I'm not seeing some of the official alerts come out, which, hey, sometimes users are a lot quicker to tell you things than the official alerts are going to ever be. But, um, yeah, it's, it's don't ever read into those things saying that everyone who does this is going to have a problem. This is a few people reporting, and it can be quite a few people reporting it. But um, Yeah, and it's almost impossible to predict how those things will work for your phone. My wife had an 8 and she put, I believe it was the 13.5.1, and it put her 8 into a boot loop. So she had to get an update. Uh, but And I, I don't mean that to mean like a horror story or anything like that. But, I mean, all of the iPhones that she ever had before, she did all of the updates and everything was perfectly fine. But all of a sudden, this one just sent her phone into a random boot loop. And, you know, she had to contact Apple and they sent her out a new one. So but sometimes that stuff happens. And I, I, I would, I would say picking and choosing which ones you install to avoid it happening to you, it's almost impossible to 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 know how those things are going to affect your phone in a specific way, right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to depend on what apps do you have installed. It could be conflicts with, you know, app XYZ. It could, that's just it. When it comes to these little small bugs in these programs, you got to remember, these are all created by people and you never, you know, my phone, we could have the exact same model phone exact same operating system on it but mine can operate differently from yours based on what apps you have installed what you have running what settings you've done there's so many variables that you can't just sit there it's not it's not cookie cutter anymore Wilts, man, we appreciate it, and we thanks uh, we thank all the callers. Had a ton of calls today. We really do appreciate that. We want you to stay tuned. Coming up next is Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart, and we'll be back here next next Wednesday at 10 a.m. for Everyday Tech, right here on MPB Think Radio.